morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are coming from. Welcome to Explore Purpose. This is a live special edition broadcast of the Explore Purpose podcast. And as many of you know, if you've been following my podcast for any length of time, you know that I have a, an affinity and a love for the country of Ukraine, for the people of Ukraine. And today we are honored to have with us Sonia Koshkina. She's a journalist. She is an editor-in-chief of a news portal in Ukraine. And she is also the co-author and presenter of the YouTube project Koshkina and author of the book Maiden, An Untold Story. And today, Sonia joins us live from the city of Lviv. Sonia, welcome to Explore Purpose, the live edition. Thank you. Hi, uh, hi everybody. And thank you for this invitation. Well, it is an honor to have you here and uh, to speak with you. And because you are close to the subject that we're going to be talking about, uh, tell us a little bit about your background and how you got into to telling stories and journalism in, in Ukraine. Hey, now I'm 36 years old and uh, more than one uh, year I'm in journalism inside. I start uh, to work as a journalist and when I was very young, just 15. It's a job of all my life and more than uh, uh, 12, last 12 years, I'm co-founder and editor-in-chief of very big and famous in Ukraine internet media, LBUA. Also, I uh, wrote a, a book about Maidan. It's named Maidan Untold Story. Yes, it's my site, LB. You may uh, read it on a Ukrainian version, Russian version, and also English version. So if you need uh, free and really uh, good news about uh, just now operative news from Ukraine, you may choose English version and check them on LB. So uh, it's uh, it's what I am doing in life. I am also studied uh, students of uh, journalism in Kiev National University. So I am scientist. So I am journalist, and I am editor in chief. Mm. So tell us a little bit. Uh, uh, for some people here in the U.S. and in other English-speaking countries or in the West, we may not know why. Why did this incursion happen? Why did Russia decide to invade? I think nobody uh, knows the right answer. <laughs> nobody uh, besides Vladimir Putin. Because uh, we are, uh, in December, in January, we understand, no, just, just no. Uh, a war in my country is uh, for eight, last eight years. It, uh, became, it started eight years ago on Donbass. So all this time we have the war, but uh, um, on the end, from the end of November and beginning of December, we understand that it may, may be escalation. We all understand because Russian troops was very close to our borders and it was a huge number of these troops. But nobody want to believe in it. Uh, nobody want to believe because it's uh, absolutely uh, it's uh, strange to imagine it's the uh, 21st century it's center of the Europe and it's a really uh, genocide of Ukrainian people because uh, Adolf Hitler uh, killed Jewish people uh, in the times of the Second World War only because they uh, about their nationality. Vladimir Putin makes just now uh, absolutely the same. I remember very well uh, 24th uh, February 
I live in the center of the, uh, of the Kiev, in the center, center near Sofia Kivska. It's a famous cathedral in the center of the Kiev, and I woke up from uh, from bombs. I hear them. It was uh, not far from our house, uh, airport, one of the two Kiev capital airports. Um, Juliani. Uh, it's not in the center, but not far from the center. And uh, it was five o'clock. I understand everything in one minute. I woke up, uh, take my computer, and I need to write news for my readers. And I uh, uh, saw uh, and hear uh, a speech of Vladimir Putin. He said that uh, his aim uh, is to denazificate our country, that uh, its aim uh, that it's not about civilian people. It's only about army, but in the first, not day, in the first hours was bombed all, all uh, big cities in the left, uh, in the left bank of the Dnieper. Kiev, Dnieper, uh, several years ago, it was Dnipropetrovsk. Uh, Sumy, uh, Zaporozhye, uh, Zaporizhye, Chernigiv, uh, Melitopol, and another, another, Kharkiv. Uh, just now, on the third, uh, third day of the war, Kharkiv, uh, center of the Kharkiv was absolutely destroyed. Absolutely. If you see photocards of uh, Dresden in '45 or Stalingrad in '43, it's absolutely the same. Kharkiv is looking now. It's destroyed. Mm. Now the Ukraine, uh, Sumy, it's destroyed. So, and yeah, it's all about uh, civil population. It's not about our army. Mm-hmm. I just heard this morning that uh, eight missiles landed in in Venice and destroyed the airport in Venice. In Venice, yeah, it's a central part of Ukraine. It's mm-hmm. a central part of Ukraine, and now a lot of uh, evacuation maritime uh, roads are going through the Venice because. Uh, uh, a lot of people, I see that uh, United, United Nations says that uh, it's uh, more than one million refugees across the border with Poland, Hungary and other European countries. Mm-hmm. And if you ask me how many refugees here inside the country, I don't know. Just now I am also refugee because I'm in Lviv, not mm-hmm. in Kiev. And uh, if uh, before the war, uh, uh, if you uh, using a car, it takes six hours uh, uh, from Kiev to Lviv. Just mm-hmm. six hours by car. Just now, if by car, if by car, it takes two days. Wow! And it's okay. Two days is very well because uh, it's not safety. Uh, uh, part of uh, the main the main road uh, through Zhitomir is destroyed absolutely mm. and uh, it's absolutely not safety at night so you need to go 100 kilometer and stop 100 kilometer and stop so Vinica yes it's very dangerous because through the Vinica is one of the main evacuation uh, troops uh, road to the west of Ukraine mm-hmm. so on your journey from Kiev to, to, yeah, to uh, the city. How how long did that take, and and how what was that experience like? Eighteen eighteen hours uh, by the train. Mm-hmm. All train is not possible to um, to buy tickets. All uh, train are it's for evacuation. All trains are evacuation, and it's uh, big carriages. And if it's uh, possible to be one hundred people, for example, in a carriage. Uh, as usual, just now it's 300s, 400s, and people mm. are staying in the carriages, and this is not meant 
It's women, it's old people, it's, uh, most of them are with dogs, with cats. Uh, and if you can see it, it's, it's a happiness, really happiness. Mm. So uh, in um, uh, one part of the carriage, we was one, four, four persons on one place. Mm. And we are gone uh, f- uh, six, uh, 15, 15 hours. And really, I think we are very happy that we are here just now, that we, that we are here. Mm. So how are the citizens of Ukraine, how are they dealing with this? What, what, what is the mood like? What, what, what is their atmosphere? Uh, it's a best atmosphere as I remember for all my life here in Ukraine. I'm a citizen of Ukraine. I was born in Ukraine in the times of Soviet Union, 1945, uh, 85, sorry. <laughs> and uh, we are a community. We are uh, all together. We are nation. And the main mistake of Vladimir Putin, he doesn't understand. He he uh, he uh, starts a war not against Ukrainian government. He said that they are Nazis, they are Banderovits, they are uh, they use drugs. It's absolutely uh, not true. But he uh, he uh, start a war against Ukrainian citizens. Mm-hmm. And um, I can uh, tell you an interesting story. Uh, our uh, Russian brothers, I mean uh, Russian people, they said that they cannot protest against uh, Vladimir Putin because um, they are afraid if they uh, they come on a demonstration, um, maybe some, something happens, some, they may be arrested. Uh, that is why they are not protested and um, they are living in dictature, but it's okay for them. Mm. Uh, yesterday in uh, it's a very big city on the south part of Ukraine. It's named Kherson. Kherson mm. uh, just now is occupied. It's absolutely occupied by, by Russian troops. But Kherson uh, uh, people gathered on the main square mm. without any weapon. And here is uh, Russian troops. Here is our people without weapons accents. And they, uh, thank Ukrainian gins, uh, gin, they have our flags. And uh, Russians may destroy them by one push from the tank, but they didn't do it. Hmm. And just now, uh, it's the same situation in a lot of another cities and also villages. Uh, citizens are just uh, fighting against Russian troops without weapon. Hmm. Wow. Do you think that the experiences that Ukraine went through back during the Maiden uh, occupation really strengthened the resolve of Ukrainians to have freedom? Yeah, yeah, I'm absolutely sure that we, we will be a winner. It's absolutely understandable for me, and it's a great chance to build a new country, uh, a powerful country, and uh, I, I'm sure that it will be. But uh, when and uh, for what we need to pay for it, how many lives of my uh, Ukrainian uh, brothers and sisters we need to pay. Because just now it's a, a huge uh, military of uh, citizens which have died and Russian troops, they are destroyed civil, civil people. Uh, today uh, it was um, uh, evacuation from European Irpeng, Bucha, uh, it's a small town not far from Kiev, 10, mm-hmm. 20 minutes by the car to Kiev before, before the mm-hmm. war. 
Kyiv, before the war, it was a big city, it's the capital of Ukraine, and uh, it's near 4 million inhabitants, and it's an agglomeration. So near the Kyiv, it's a lot of small towns, and one of them is Irpeny or Warzel. Uh, it's absolutely destroyed. 95% of all buildings it's destroyed now. And um, you understand that in, in Irpeny, in Bucha, in Warzel, it was towns for uh, middle class. Mm. People walking, mm-hmm. buying their um, houses, uh, build these houses, going to uh, to the office in the center of the Kiev, going back, and etc. etc. So mm-hmm. uh, just now it's absolutely destroyed, and uh, there are a lot of civil uh, uh, civils uh, there, and our soldiers try to evacuate them, but uh, but all of them are both attacked by Russian troops. They know that it's evacuation. Mm-hmm. But uh, they destroyed uh, women, they destroyed mm-hmm. uh, children. More than uh, 40 children just died. Wow. 40 mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's uh, it's not correct information because uh, it's impossible to have correct information in this situation. Right. And uh, just now it's 11th day of the war and uh, more than 11,000 of Russians are also died. Mm. Uh, you know that in uh, the times of Afghanistan war, mm-hmm. was, for 10 years, it was died 20, 26,000 of Russian people. Uh, wow. Soviet, sorry, mm-hmm. Soviet. 26,000 for 10 years or 11,000 for 11 days. Wow. Wow. So, so how are the citizens of Ukraine feeling about the lack of direct support from NATO, from the U.S.? You were standing by providing arms, providing resources, but not actually getting involved. What, what's the feeling there uh, about that? Not, not enough, because a main, uh, main aim, uh, main what we need, uh, you need to close our uh, Skype. Mm-hmm. If uh, NATO will not do it, uh, Ukraine, not only Ukraine will be absolutely, absolutely destroyed. Uh, after it, it will be Poland. After it, it will be Baltic countries. After it, it will be all Central Europe, absolutely. Because uh, before uh, starting of, uh, remember, before uh, 1939, nobody in Europe uh, don't want to think about uh, Hitler. He can, oh, Sudeti, okay, let's give him Sudeti and he will stop. No, he just start from Sudeti in Czechoslovak Republic. And then he tried to occupy uh, all Europe and uh, another uh, another territories. Mm-hmm. Now it's absolutely the same. Putin is a Hitler. Today we, he has negotiations with um, uh, Erdogan, and he said that everything is okay. He will no stop. He will no stop before uh, if Ukraine uh, uh, don't capitulate. <laughs> Understandable that we it's absolutely uh, it's predictable that we not capitulate. Mm-hmm. What is it about the Ukrainian people, the spirit of the Ukrainian people that gives you that strength to say, we will die here if we need to for our country? We understand that uh, it's very strong spirit. Uh, everybody, everybody, our men, our women, our children, everybody. We understand that it's a war from, uh, for our independence. It's a war for our country. And we have no another country. We have no another land. We are not uh, aggressors. 
They are aggressors. They are came in our country. They kill us. So we understand that we have no another choice. Mm-hmm. We we just need to be uh, a winner, and we will be a winner. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, but I don't know when. What can you tell us about the situation there, about the Ukrainians, perhaps that our media here is not telling us? Uh, one, one more, so, sorry. So perhaps, you know, sometimes the media, the, you know, big media companies, ABC, NBC, CNN, they skew the story. Oh. What are they not telling us about Ukrainians, about the situation there? Uh, I think that uh, Ukraine is very far from America. And very hard to understand what is here. You you understand that is you know, we are bombed and uh, our cities are destroyed and maybe some people see photo and video, but uh, when it uh, it's presented here in your home, it's absolutely another and it's uh, very very hard to depict. Really, very hard to depict. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope for. Um, for operative news, and I want that all, uh, all people in the world need to uh, understand what is now here in Ukraine, that here is a war. It's not a special war operation like Vladimir Putin says. No, it's a war. It's aggressive. It's mm-hmm. destroy of uh, Ukrainians just only because they are Ukrainians. Mm-hmm. So what's happening with all of the thousands, hundreds of thousands of refugees, even millions now of refugees? What What is happening with them? And I, mean, I even heard that rail lines have been sabotaged to prevent people from leaving their cities. I don't know because um, Poland, Czech Republic, uh, Hungary and other countries, a lot of countries in Europe have said that they, they are welcoming uh, refugees. Uh, it will be, uh, they may will uh, live free in their countries for one year, for two, till, till three years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but understandable that uh, all of them are need to walk somewhere. And uh, we uh, understand that in Europe it's a crisis after pandemia, and it's not enough uh, uh, working places for all all of European people. So it will be it will be a problem. I understand it, uh, but uh, people are happy if uh, their houses are, are okay and they uh, they can will be back in their houses, not only in Ukraine, but exactly in their houses. Uh, because uh, a lot of people from Kharkiv, from Mariupol, from Volnovakha, from Chernigov, there, no, there are no uh, place where they can uh, be mm-hmm. because their houses are destroyed. Mm-hmm. What gives you hope in this situation? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I'm absolutely sure in Ukrainians. Absolutely sure in Ukrainians. Uh, I'm absolutely sure that we will be the winner because it's true. It's our. It's I said our lives is our land, and we have no another choice to be a winner. Um, something else, and I'm really, I'm very angry. You before we started, you asked me what I'm dreaming, and I want to be safety because I don't want to leave Kiev. It's my native my native city, but uh, our law enforcement said me that I'm in a black uh, lease of Russian occupations uh, because I'm a journalist. I'm a very famous journalist here in Ukraine, and the, they have a list of uh, uh, journalists, activists, uh, politics, military leaders uh, we need to destroy in first. Uh, 
mm. at first and uh, I one of them. Mm. So I need to leave Kiev and just I'm here in Lviv and uh, b- because uh, I have a little baby, but it's, it's a second reason. It's not first reason. Mm-hmm. First reason uh, is I understand that if I'll be alive and I, if I'll be in safety, I may uh, make a lot as a journalist to destroy them, destroy mm-hmm. all enemies of my country. Mm-hmm. What can we do? What can the citizens of the world, what can Americans do to help? Uh, uh, first, first of all, you need to understand that here is a war. You uh, need to push your government to close uh, air space uh, up, up the Ukraine. It's very necessary to close the sky uh, uh, up the Ukraine because from it depends a lot. From it depends uh, how many Ukrainian peoples will be killed in uh, several days. So uh, just now, a main position is to close the sky on Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Are there places where we can make donations, where we can contribute yeah. to perhaps it's resources to help? I ask because uh, LBUA, we are absolutely independent media. For 12 years, we are working uh, from uh, a main source of uh, a main source of our financing. It's advertising market. Mm-hmm. So if we are working good, if we are popular, we have advertising and uh, we, we may work. But now it's absolutely all stopped. You, it's understandable. Everything stopped. And all my journalists, uh, somebody in Lviv, somebody in Rome, uh, all of them are uh, not all, but uh, a huge part of them are in the west of Ukraine. Uh, according to uh, internet media, it's uh, no doubt where, where uh, uh, exactly place from, from where we are walking. So, yeah, uh, if it possible, I asked our readers and your readers about a donation for BUA. We start a campaign of, uh, uh, of, uh, of donation campaign uh, last June, and uh, we used... Uh, 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 all all donors for uh, new projects for uh, uh, being more interesting for our readers. But just now we need to be a leaf. We need to work. So uh, you have uh, use with all requisites. And if it possible, ask your colleagues, ask your readers to help us. We need we need to be uh, we need to work because information uh, it's uh, it's very uh, very important weapon. It's maybe one of the most important weapon of this war, and it's uh, necessary to be independent information, full information, free information, um, as we made them. And so your organization is not at the behest of a government or, you know, you, you are you independent looking at this and giving the truth. Yeah. 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 We're absolutely independent. We, we was independent from the first day and I, uh, I am editor in chief and I also co-founder and uh, co-owner with all another my journalists. So we are absolutely independent all this time. Well, I am so grateful for what you're doing for your work and for your your reporting and the stories that are on your website. And we will continue to to promote that and to get that word out there to as this is a source of, of, of real news and real stories from Ukraine. And our prayers are with you and your family and with with the with the nation of Ukraine. I have many friends there and. Uh, you need our prayers and you need our support from our government to 
to make a difference, to push away the enemy. Thank you a lot. Thank you for this conversation. Thank you for this discussion. Thank you for possibility to tell truth about my native country for your for your readers and your uh, auditory. Thank you a lot. Yeah. For those of you who are watching, please go to visit the website lb.ua, and uh, if you feel so led, click the support button at the bottom and make a donation so that they keep this independent news channel alive and working and so that the reporters there on the ground can get paid. And, you know, many of the the refugees who are going across the border into Poland, they're middle class people. They, they left their jobs. They left their work. And so they're not getting paid anymore. And yeah. I can't imagine, can't imagine it's, what that pain is like. It's true. And it's true. So, and if uh, I am a journalist and I hope that if uh, uh, I may be useful, maybe for my colleagues in Europe, in USA, uh, but all and other people, uh, I don't know, they um, maybe they have some little business here in Ukraine uh, or they will be musicians, for example. I don't know. Everybody mm -hmm. of them lost their job. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank so, you again for what you're doing. Please be safe, be well, and we'll continue to stay in touch and to, uh, to hear what's going on in Ukraine. You will continue to pray for Ukraine and the people of Ukraine. The conversation. So, Thanks. Thank you so much. You've been watching a live edition of the Explore Purpose podcast. Thank you so much for watching and please uh, make a contribution where you can to support not only this independent news channel, but also other organizations who are helping the refugees in Ukraine. This is the Explore Purpose podcast. My name is Conrad Weaver. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.